Hi, this is Elliot Fishman, and uh, let's take a look at the March 2009 CTSS quiz. Ten really nice cases. Uh, in the first case, I asked you what was the least likely diagnosis, and you can see four choices. And uh, when you look at this case, it's a beautiful example. Look at the multiple hypervascular lesions seen in the head of the pancreas. You can also see in the tail there are lesions. There were lesions throughout the gland. It's hard to see the patient when you look quickly. His had a left nephrectomy, but there are clips there. You could talk about islet cell tumors being multiple, glucogonomas can be. Uh, Adenocarcinoma of the pancreas obviously is hypo, not hypervascular, and surely wouldn't have so many lesions. So in this case, you see the nephrectomy, you see the multiple lesions, you've got to go with metastatic disease. I think just a beautiful example with uh, MIP imaging. I then asked you what's the best diagnosis in the next case, and what you see here is a, a nice CT urogram. There's destruction of the calyces, upper pole of kidney, just a very classic example of a transitional cell carcinoma, nicely showing you the use of volume rendering and MIP for uh, creating three-dimensional images with CT urography. Okay, another case. What's the least likely diagnosis? And what I show you here is a large mass uh, into the patient's left atrium, left pleural effusion, and again, you only have part of the story. Uh, the least likely diagnosis is a thrombus. We don't see that many thrombuses in the left atrium, but surely they don't look like that. Uh, in fact, this was a case of lung cancer, which invaded into the pulmonary veins and then directly into the left atrium. There was a huge left upper lung mass. Just a beautiful example, and now as we do more CT, uh, with gating and with fast scanning, we surely see a lot more cardiac involvement in processes such as lung cancer. I then asked you the best diagnosis for this case, and I'm, I gave you, um, you know, four nice choices, but when you look at this case, it's water density, it's posterior, so things like pericardial cysts and lymphangioma are not going to be in that differential typically. Lymphoma is typically a solid mass. You might consider it sometimes lymphoma is low density, but this is centric and it's a great example of an esophageal duplication cyst. Okay, next case. I asked you what the best diagnosis of a 10-year-old is. Uh, without even looking at the images, you could think about uh, the fact that hepatoma would be sort of uncommon. Fibrolamella is something you think about, but this is a very vascular lesion displacing and displaying the hepatic arteries, lots of neovascularity. It looks solid and cystic, and that's the classic description of an embryonal cell sarcoma. So just a great example. Next case, what's the least likely diagnosis? And I show you a large splenic mass, and uh, this ended up being lymphoma. I see one case of a pseudotumor look like this. Could be hamartoma, though. It's a little bit large, but it could be. But angiosarcoma, the reason this is not an angiosarcoma, remember angiosarcomas of the spleen, besides the fact they're very rare, are very vascular. And this lesion is essentially not vascular at all. But a very nice case. Okay, another one I asked you. What's the least likely diagnosis in this case? Well, when you look at the lesion, you can see that what you're seeing is a cystic lesion projecting off the pancreas. And this is a wonderful case. And in fact, uh, you might wonder if it was near rather than off the pancreas. If it was near the pancreas, you can, have, you can have a lymphangioma, I guess, but this was arising off the pancreas and was a lymphoepithelial cyst, which is an unusual tumor. Now, the reason I say islet cell is the least likely thing, islet cells are typically vascular. We have seen recently a number of cystic islet cell tumors, but even those have at least a rim of vascularity, particularly when they're small. So the least likely diagnosis would be an islet cell. Number eight, what's going on in this case? There's two findings. One is multiple lung masses, and in the volume rendering, you see a stricture of the left main stem bronchus. Strictures, inflammatory change, encasement by tumor, trauma. But to get both of these findings, that's classic for Wegner's. Wonderful, wonderful example. 
Again, I go back, what's the least likely diagnosis? And here's a large mass involving the sacrum. Most likely diagnosis is going to be a chordoma. I've seen METs, I've seen giant cell, but giant cell you have some fluid, fluid levels often. But osteomyelitis is, is obviously destruction, but it's more sclerotic and uh, more regular, more inflammatory components, and so that'd be the least likely diagnosis in this very, very nice case. And last but not least, number 10, the underlying lesion in this case, what is most likely? Well, I'm showing you a, a liver with a large bleed. Yes, there could be trauma. Yes, there could be biopsy, but I'm giving you choices of tumors. And as we've spoken about before, the most likely tumor to bleed is hepatic adenoma. And that's the answer. So those are 10 really terrific cases, and I hope you enjoyed them. Thanks a lot.